Otaku R. This is Lupin Talk, episode 11. I'm Andrew, and that's Dylan. Hello. How you doing this fine morning, Dylan? I'm doing good. Why I get to where I need to get to in my notes. I'm actually not as tired as I kind of expected I would be. Well, that's good. I mean, I... Okay, I, I'm where I need to be in the notes. Eventually, I will learn how to do a podcast properly. Eventually what we'll the, learn. Yeah, see, it, it, it's a work in progress at the moment. Okay, we can go ahead and jump into this one. This is, uh, normal title is Bet on Monaco GP, and the English title is Who's a Rumen Who? I actually got the English and, name for it, this one down. Yeah, the, see, the English title always tries to do, like, a pun or something. Yeah. They're always trying to do something, like, clever with the uh, title. Yeah, it's always some kind of pun. Yeah. Okay, so this episode... Yeah, yeah. It is very hit and miss with the English title. Yeah. But this episode here starts with Lupin practicing on the track. There's a big race going on in Monaco, big Formula One race. That Lupin has decided that he wants to win for some reason. Pretty sure they're only in it for the money. See, see, well, at the, see, there is money. There will be a prize if Lupin wins, but I kind of feel like Lupin just wants to win for like no apparent reason. Because he is like, there isn't a scheme that the three of them are actually planning. Planning until later. True. They're just kind of there to win the race, which is kind of, kind of funny. Like, saying, and then they get kind of like pulled in here as uh, Fujiko meets with a businessman named Socrates Nexus, and they're kind of watching on a big uh, TV of uh, Lupin practicing and things like that. Yeah, and they and they kind of figure out a way of uh, getting Lupin to uh, do what they wanted to, which is race for Nexus. Nexus, Lupin and the gang, unbeknownst to this plan, go out and the gang and they hit up the casinos, they win a bunch, and Lupin thinks he's on top of the world in uh, poker until Nexus arrives, uh, and Lupin loses everything, not knowing that the game is rigged and that uh, yeah. he's been cheated. So he, But he bet everything, including his clothes and his race car. And uh, Lupin is livid about this. Yeah, it's a whole mess. Don't don't bet don't bet the race car. I don't know who who's gonna have need that advice, but don't bet your race car. Yeah, don't, especially when you're trying to race. Yeah. See, back in the hotel, the group is sneezing and arguing with each other about Lupin just betting everything to win this game of poker. Over when Fujiko arrives, 
with the plan that Nexus uh, has conceived of, which is to race for him. Mm-hmm. So that Lupin... So that essentially the whole plan is Nexus wants to, to bet on Lupin winning the race, knowing that no one else is going to bet on Lupin. Yep. So that when Lupin wins, Nexus makes a shit ton of money on the payout. Oh, and that's the whole like, kind of crux of it. And But at this point... Fujiko double-crossing Nexus for Lupin, which is a rarity at this point in the series. Oh, yeah. Zane uh, tells Lupin that they can just steal everything and win the race. And Nexus just gets nothing. Which is what they decide to do. Yep. Zane, everything seems to be going to plan at this point. When the race starts, uh, Lupin is leading a, a racer by the name of Nikki Lauder. As Zenigata watches overhead, it, uh, then the crew, uh, seeing there's a brief conversation between uh, the uh, Nexus's men essentially saying that they've got the money and they're getting into a van, and which then it gets attacked by. Goemon, Jiken, and Fujiko, who are all in, like, fire retardant suits because they set the van on fire They're in order to rob Nexus. Yeah. But they're not able to get away fully as one of them is able to take Fujiko's uh, fire retardant helmet off, revealing that Fujiko's double-crossed Nexus. And then the Nexus. entire place went on lockdown. Yeah, the whole city of Monaco gets put on lockdown, and they need to quickly figure out a new plan, which they do figure out pretty quickly, where they decide to pretend to be Lupin's pit crew and hide the money into Lupin's uh, race car. This part doesn't really make sense if you think about it. No, not really. Because they they put the money into the tires of the car. Yep. (laughs) It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But they do successfully do this. Uh, Zenigata, who plays a very small role in this episode, he's really not in this episode. Yeah, because the only really time, the only time we see him, is when he tries to jump in front of Lupin, when he's yeah. getting the tires changed. Which is the part we're at now, where he just blocks it momentarily, and that that's kind of it. That's yeah. the that's essentially the end of Zenigata in this episode. It's at this point that Lupin is continuing to drive. He's still in the lead. Nikki Lauder is right behind him, as Nikki Lauder has been for the entire race. Mm-hmm. It's where Lupin essentially gives a quippy line of just like, don't say I've never done anything for you, Nikki. And then veers, veers off into the ocean, ocean, allowing Nikki Lauder to win the race, yep. as well as for them to... Uh, get the money out of the car, which Goemon just cuts the tires, and the money was, like, in plastic bags. And, see, and they're all able to celebrate on a, on a small boat. Mm-hmm. Or yacht. Depending on uh, what you want to call it. But while uh, Nexus has just been completely ruined by this. All the old guys that he was hoping to swindle are all just looking for their money. Money and he loses just everything and appears to maybe have gone crazy by it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, we're then at the end of the episode, which, 
as the crew deciding to go uh, gambling again. And they just lose all their money again yep. and are also broke. And this time, Fujiko also ends up broke and without clothes along with the rest of the crew. And it ends with just Fujiko just beating the crap out of yeah. Robot. Yeah. So, and we then get a preview for the next episode, which includes them stealing, I guess, like an expensive bottle of wine. That should be an interesting one. But overall, what did you uh, think of this episode? Uh, I liked it. Yeah, it Just kind of see one. how it, it they uh, tried to plan. Just to say, yeah, this guy's try. This guy cheated, screwed us over. We're gonna fucking screw him over. Yeah, and they they did that very very effectively. Yeah. Like I, I just rarely like do you see. Spite. Yeah. Very rarely do you see an episode where, for the most part, Lupin's plan go the way Lupin wants them to, and this yeah. is one of those rare occasions where it just goes according to plan. Because the majority of the time, something happens, throws things out yeah. of whack, so it's just, okay, never mind, plan B. Or just completely yeah. getting off the plan and doing something else. But yeah, th th this was a fun one. I think I liked it a little bit more than episode 10. We didn't have any of the weird voice acting problems that 10 had. Yeah. And, and it was just kind of a fun race episode, which you don't get a whole lot of. Especially, uh, well, you used to in uh, older cartoons, but you don't get a whole lot of just, like, fun racing in uh, newer animation. So I, I enjoyed this episode quite a bit. I'd probably give it a uh, 7 out of 10. A little bit better than last week's episode. I'd probably give it a, either a 6 or a 7. So, so right around the same as me. Yeah. Okay. See, now, now we're actually going to get to the more interesting part of this episode. Because even though I liked this episode, the notes on this episode are wild. No, there, there's so much shit going on in this oh, episode that behind yeah. the scenes. So, yeah, we're gonna start in the mistake side of things. Hey, for the English dub, uh, they actually had a French-sounding announcer for no reason for when it came for the BBC. E, which is, if you don't know, the BBC comes from the UK. They don't sound like French people there. Fun. See. Which means the lip sync for the commentator is off. So if you actually like pay attention to the commentator when they zoom in onto him, boom, you'll notice his voice does not sync at all to what the commentator is saying. <laughs> See, there's also multiple spelling errors in the episode. Like there's cabaret, cabaret spelled cavalet throughout. Oh, it's spelled incorrectly. They spelled Don Juan wrong because he spelled it with a W instead of a U. And Casablanca is also spelled with a K instead of a C. Then uh, I, those are the, kind of the general mistakes of the episode. And then there's censorship. And this is uh, censorship in France, notably. Where when we get the uh, fire sequence where they set the van on fire... Uh, Nexus's men are set to be on fire. Uh, and uh, Goemon gets the money. Th during that whole sequence there, 
in France, the entire sequence is cut out. Oh, wow. Yeah, they just cut the whole thing. Because I guess they didn't want to see people being set on fire. I mean, fair. But then how do they uh, get to the point of Fujiko being caught as trying to stab them in the back? I guess they just do like a voice line afterwards to Lupin. I, I don't know. I don't know how the, I don't know how the French version handles this. It doesn't explain how the French version handles handles this. It they just cut that whole sequence. Cause like at that point, they ha- they would have no reason to believe that uh, fucking Fujiko is betraying them. I could see the French version actually. I was saying I cannot like say this is what happened, Evan, but I could see. France maybe just reanimating the sequence sequence without the fire because at least during this time period of like the 60s 70s and 80s mm-hmm. France and uh, Japan at least on the animation side of things were like oddly close there was like there was a lot of like French animation studios that were working on anime at the time and so I could see that maybe they just redid the animation Asian for the uh, French version. Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know if that happened, so don't don't quote me on that. But yeah. it's possible. Zane, Zane. After that, that's the only bit of censorship with this episode. After that, we get the general notes, which, which is primarily about Nikki Lada, who was a real life Formula One racing uh, driver at that time. He was actually the winner of the Formula One Tour in 1977, a year after miraculously suffering uh, from serious injuries in a crash of the year before. He won the Monaco GP in 1976 and in 1977. And when this episode uh, aired, Eric Lotto was second in the Monaco GP in 1978, which was won by uh, Jody uh, Schechter. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Hmm. Huh. And he, there was a couple other real life uh, uh, racers as well, but Nicky Lotta was the only one, and that was actually like fully racing at the time. As there was another racer that was named drop earlier, earlier in here by the name of Jackie Stewart, or who was retired. And there was another guy they named named Whitman, and Whitman was fictional. Hmm. So a bit of just interesting racing trivia there for Formula One. And then and then there's like the biggest one, which I had me like for some dumb reason just on a Wikipedia hunt for like an hour for no reason. <laughs> oh boy. Which is Socrates Nexus, which is based on on shipping magnet and Aristotle Socrates Onassis who owned casinos in Monaco in the t- at the time. I mean, he also had the largest fleet of shipping vessels in the world. And he essentially was one of these uh, kind of big tycoons at the time who kind of privatized a lot of the shipping around the world. Mm-hmm at this point and made a lot of money doing it like shipping primarily uh, oil uh-huh. to uh, the US 
And so he was able to get a lot of contracts with the Middle East during that time period. He was able to uh, see and make a lot of money doing that. He was also able to uh, see, like, there's actually, like, a thing in here where Socrates Nexus, is the last name Nexus was a part of um, a thing for the real life, was part of a Project Nexus, which was this thing to revitalize... Uh, Greek culture in uh, Greece. It was like a $500 million business thing that he was trying to get done. Hmm. But he's also uh, seen the, the most famous part, at least for Americans, is his last name, which is Onassis. Because he was the husband, husband of the former wife of, Jack, of uh, John Kennedy. In a Jackie Onassis. So he was the one who married Jackie Kennedy after John Kennedy died. I see. See, which there's a whole thing about that, about how, like, his children, his children apparently hated Jackie Onassis, didn't like her at all. There was, like, a big fight over his will in the 80s when this dude died. With Jackie, like getting like uh, I think only like twenty million of the estate. Jeez. Seeing and like and, and then the daughter, there was a whole thing. Like the daughter, like uh, died. I think in the eighties, in the late eighties, and things like that. And then there was like another thing. Because there's only one surviving Onassis left. There's only one left who apparently didn't even like her family all that much because she wasn't raised by them. Because they're all dead. It, 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 it was a whole mess. It, it's a whole mess. And I spent like an hour on Wikipedia just like looking into this mess. For no reason. Jesus. I can tell. But uh, see, that that's the whole Onassis nonsense going on here. See, with that though, we, we're going to end things for this week. There's a whole thing about wine next week that we're going to talk about. We'll, we'll, deal, we'll deal with the wine. Apparently it's also a Christmas episode. Oh, fun. I don't, I, I don't know how it's a Christmas episode, but the English dub kept saying it's a Christmas episode. I'm not sure how, but we'll find out. Yeah, I guess we'll have to find out next week. Yeah. So we'll see you guys then. This has been Otakawara Lupin Talk. I'm Andrew. That's Dylan. You can uh, find us at Otaku Retro on YouTube. Or you can uh, support us on Patreon if you feel so inclined. At Otaku War. Uh, please remember to rate and review the podcast. If you get it at anything less than five stars, I am inclined to believe that you're a hater. And I don't like you anymore. <laughs> so, deal with that. So we'll see you next week. See you next week. Have a good one. Thank you.